guarantee that shot is going to be shown many, many times Absolutely. for replays, for highlights of Lewis just walking down a lonely road. Maybe they put the, you know, Green Day song. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Just saying, you know, it might happen. But you heard it here first. Yep. Actually, we're going to do it. I'm going to add that to the to the <laughs> podcast version of it. I walk a lonely road, the only one that I have ever known. Don't know where it goes, but it's only me and I walk alone. You're listening to Friends with Cars. If it has four wheels and you can drive it, we've got something to say about it. We may not always be right. But we're never wrong. Friends with Cars starts now. Good morning, and welcome back to Friends with Cars F1 Talk. We're in Belgium this week. We're racing in Belgium. We're back from the from the summer break. This is all very exciting. Um, it was a very long time. Three weeks is too long. It is too long. What are those guys doing anyway? I mean, they get paid to race. Well, we watch them on social media. They're out on their boats. They're traveling 24-7, and then they need a break from traveling? Come on. Flying first class right. is too stressful for you? Fuck off. Get back in the car and drive. And then you have the mechanics on the team who are actually working. Uh, I guess those guys do need a break. Those guys need the break. So I think for those three weeks, the drivers need to not post anything on social media like douchebags and, <laughs> and maybe turn over the social media account to the drivers who are actually probably at home barbecuing right have, right you know, doing a grill and not flying a first class all over the world doing normal people's normal people's stuff actually relaxing actually taking a break yeah i mean how do you take a break from all the traveling and travel some more <laughs> i don't know lewis i don't know uh, well as you can see jessica's not joining us today and if you are i guess we haven't brought it up in the podcast so some news jessica and it's I. terminal it's terminal we're having a baby oh oh, oh yeah yes, yeah yes. Oh, life <laughs> ruined <laughs> So she may or may not be joining us sometime, so we'll go into it. We call that a future DD. That's what we call that. Future DD. It's an investment. It's an investment. So in about 14 years, you'll be able to, uh, you know, get that permit and then be able to stay out late, get drunk, yeah. and have <laughs> can bring you back home. It's, it's, a, it's a long-term investment. It's but, you definitely know, a long-term investment. They tend to pay off at least for a few years. So, well, for the next eight months, at least, we, uh, we have a DD. So. Right, right, which is also a nice investment for us. Yep. Um, but anyway, you're here for us. Yes. So yeah. we're here. Uh, well, as normal, we'll go into our predictions. Three yes. weeks ago, we made predictions, yes. and we did not do very well. Jessica did not get any of them. So Jessica got Hamilton would get P1. Mm. Oh, that didn't work out. That didn't work out. Oh. George would get a DNF, so those were flipped because George actually finished the race. And Ricardo would get top 10. He got 15th? 15th. 15th. All right. So does she mean bottom 10? No, top 10, huh? No, yeah, she said top 10. <laughs> okay. George, I'm sorry, for myself, I said George would get first. Oh, well, yeah, that, did not that happen. didn't work out. Lewis would get third, didn't mm. work out. Did not work out. And I'd put Max would get first. Uh, oh, Max did get first. Max did get first. Well, done, so you get a point there. So I got one. Yeah. And then you did, Signs would get first, which would have, could have potentially happened. He but broke my, he breaks my heart. It's, you know what? It, I used to follow Bottas all the time, and he always broke my heart. And I feel like Signs is... The new Bottas for me. I still love Bottas, though. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But the thing is, Signs, he did have a rough start this season, but this race specifically, I think he just got outclassed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ferrari in, in general got outclassed today. Yes. Um, so you put 
Perez would get third, Damn. very close, and Lando would get second. Also very optimistic. That was yeah. So you uh, won. So I won with just one on, point. With one point. So uh, I think Max was the safe was a safe bet though. Max is a safe bet. However, at the time it was a safe bet. The fact that he had a star fourteen made your bet a worst bet possible. Yeah. Until he started driving, mm-hmm. and then we realized that Max cannot be stopped. And we'll go into that. Like Red Bull absolutely had. There was a lot of pace in Red Bull today. A lot of pace. I think we got to check that car a little bit. Um, well, I mean, we both win, so uh, we'll just have a tequila to sip on. And, uh, Cheers. I have some wine, too. I don't know, because I'm an alcoholic. Ooh. All right. Ooh. That's good. Very nice. Very nice. All right. All right. Well, we'll get into it. I want to start off with the first lap. The first lap had a lot of chaos in it. Obviously, the first one, the big one, is the Lewis and Alonzo scuffle yeah you know what we go back and forth about this i know we have the formula one league with with uh the two of us since yes i had a similar experience yeah you know what i first of all i'm not the governing authority for our league it is definitely a uh, democratic process where we all have to put input into right right right. um so but in, in regards to the alonzo and lewis thing i do agree that lewis closed the corner on him and closed the gap on him and i think he should have gotten a penalty but he got off with a slap on the wrist with just a warning. And I want to say that if Michael Massey was still in charge, there would have been a penalty for Lewis for the next race. Yep. I, I think so. I think so. Bring Michael Massey back. Listen, I, I, I know he ruined Formula One last season. Toto? Yes. It's called a motor race, okay? Sorry? We went to car racing. And there's no question about that. He ruined it. He gave away the championship. Um, money does buy happiness. So Red Bull did pay enough money to to get their championship last year. But now that we had two incidents on the first lap, that there was no further action needed. I'm going to say bring it back. I'd rather take that controversy <laughs> than not. Because let's face it, uh, Lewis is in the wrong. He should have gotten a penalty. And then the next incident, which I'm sure is on your list. Well, the next incident is with Latifi and Bottas. And Latifi is, I think you said, he's a liability. He is, you compare him to Roman Grosjean, who every time Roman would get onto the track, you had concerns about him hitting something, hitting someone, or injuring something, or whatever. He's Roman Grosjean was not a good driver. And Latifi is exactly the same. I think for as much as we talk about it, you know, Max being an aggressive driver and Alonso being an aggressive driver, Laquifi just, you know, it's like he takes himself out and other people. It's not even like he's trying to race. You're, he's just a liability. Yeah. It's just, he's not a good driver. He doesn't have the instinct. He doesn't have this, the, 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 I guess, the wherewithal to know where everybody else is. And if you look at just the incidents and how many times he's crashed, it's not safe. It's not safe at all. I know we've brought this up in the past and people probably ask this question all the time, but how much is enough? You know, how much money can an individual driver bring in with, whether it's their personal money because his dad's rich or their sponsors? When is that money no longer enough and them crashing and not doing well kind of outweighs that? Because he has not been performing and he's that liability that you're talking about. I think if he was on a top six, top seven tier team, he wouldn't have been driving no, past absolutely not. the first five races i think because he's on the bottom team of williams 
and Williams is struggling with money, I think every bit of it helps. And I think as long as he's still in the positive, as long as the account's still in the yeah. positive, I mean, you're going to crash the car. It's okay. That was going to be 1.3 million. It's okay. He brought in 8 million. So as long as you're still in the positive, I guess, you know, it's not, you're still in it. But if he was in the top tier team, I mean, let's look at Albon. Let's look at Gasly. They, it, wasn't, it wasn't because of crashes. It was just production. And they got rid of him. Imagine if they were crashing the car every other race. Well, you're talking about Albon on, like, Red Bull. Well, I'm sorry, yeah. Well, they were at Red Bull, right? Yeah. Just getting kicked out because of performance and not even crashing the car. So, yeah, I think I think, uh, I think it's the money. But Definitely the money. But, but Albon, once he got on the team, he was already outperforming Latifi. Oh, absolutely. It's just crazy how Latifi is so shitty and just not good. Like, it's just, it's a, it's <laughs> mind-blowing why he's still on the team and on the on the track. There definitely are better drivers out there. I don't, I don't, you could have Nico Hulkenberg driving for you. You could have even Giovinazzi probably do a better job than Latifi will be doing. And I know there's contractor sponsors, but yeah, I think you're right. I think there's, there's better people to drive the car and they don't have to have them there. Album coming in is great. He still, I think, has he did get to drive, of course, uh, an Alpha Tower, and he got to drive a Red Bull car. So maybe he knows what it. Maybe that's experience, right? That kind of takes you where what you could do with the car if you had the resources, and it might help you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can push the car a little more. But Latifi just can't do it. No, you can't. Um, I, I want to go back to the Lewis and Alonso yes. incident. And I want to say incident because that was what was decided. It was a racing incident. Bullshit. I did not decide it was a racing incident. It's bullshit. The governing authority of motorsport Formula yes. one. So they decided it was just a race, racing incident. There was no penalties. They gave Lewis, a Ham, uh, Lewis Hamilton a warning, which that's already saying that he's guilty. Right. But would it have been different if Lewis was still in the race and Alonso suffered more damage to where it actually hindered him from racing. Because Alonso actually was in the battle, in the race. Would he get top five? Uh, yes. Alonso finished five, fifth. So it doesn't seem like he was impacted too much. It, would it have changed if he was impacted and Lewis was still in the race? Would Lewis have gotten a penalty? I think so. I, I want to say yes. I want to say yes. However, we have seen... Some of the penalties that I think it wasn't it was the last race before the break. It was in the back where someone hit. Was it Bottas that was hit again? Somebody hit somebody and that car. Oh, I think it was uh, Joe Granu, right? And then he was out. And then whoever hit him continued to drive and actually finished. Oh, yeah. Finished. I think what's it a cone? I think it might have been a cone. And he finished up higher up in the points. Mm-hmm. It seems so unfair because the punishment does not fit the crime, in my opinion. Um, Hamilton. I mean, Alonso was high up there. Perez was actually behind them. So the fact that Lewis hit Alonso, it cost them so that Perez can actually go ahead and get back into second place. Could Alonso have a chance to maybe fight for third or second if he had stayed ahead? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he was going to be fifth the whole time. Yeah. But we will never know, and I think that's the problem. I think if you treat the incident different because the one driver sat and didn't stay in, it's kind of an unfair way to do it. The punishment should be the punishment regardless of whether you stay in the race or not. Yeah. That should have been punished. And I think you're right. I think if he would have stayed in driving, then he might have gotten a five-second penalty. But the fact that he was out there, like, well, what's the point? I think you still need to make a point. Both first lap incidents were racing incidents. Both of them, for sure, I think the Lewis one, actually both of them were. Yeah, they both should have been penalties, for sure. Even if Latifi was not in control when he was going sideways, he still cost another driver yeah. to get out. There should be some sort of penalty for that. There's got to be. 
I mean, did he go off track because someone pushed him out? No, he went off track because he's a shitty driver. I, I want to say unpopular opinion, but I think that's a popular opinion. Uh, it's a very popular opinion. Besides that, though, we still want to make sure that you guys are aware there's an Amber Alert out. <laughs> We're still trying to find out if Lewis made it back to the pits. Um, <laughs> it was a very lonely road. Uh, we did see the cameraman finally stop and let him get ahead a little bit so you can get that loneliness shot. Yeah. I mean, it was too close at the beginning. Like, oh, he's got friends. He's like, no, no, just stop. Let him walk by himself a little bit. Now he looks lonely on that lonely road. Anyway, we don't know if he's still back. There's he, might an Amber Alert. he might be missing. There's Amber Alert. Keep an eye out. If, you are up, uh, if you're in the Netherlands, if you're in Belgium, uh, <laughs> driving the roads, uh, keep an eye out for a guy wearing, he's wearing a, a fluorescent green uh, helmet and a dark blue uh, suit. The helmet may say, still we rise. Still we rise, even though he might not be rising right now. I think we joked about it because when that, that camera shot was following him, because the, the cameraman was following him, following him, following him, and then all of a sudden he stopped, and then Lewis would slowly drift away. I can see Lewis pulling a camera guy. like, hey, follow me. I need you to get this shot. Follow me on this dirt road, and then at this point, stop, and then just watch me walk away. Yeah. Put the helmet on. It's like, no, no, not too close. Not too close. <laughs> Listen, it's, it's Lewis. Uh, if there's a drama queen in Formula One, it's Lewis yeah. and Max and Charles, but mostly Lewis. And Lewis will always play and ponder to the media, and that's what makes him so great. So, yeah, guarantee that shot is going to be shown many, many times Absolutely. for replays, for highlights of Lewis just walking down a lonely road. Maybe they put the you know, Green Day song. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yes. Just saying, you know, it might happen, but you heard it here first. Yep. Actually, we're going to do it. I'm going to add that to the to the <laughs> podcast version of it. I walk a lonely road, the only one that I have ever known. Don't know where it goes, but it's only me and I walk alone. Another thing that happened in the first lap is Checo getting a horrible start and actually almost causing a collision at the starting line. It seemed like... I don't know if he was just trying to cut the, I don't, I don't know who was next to him, but he tried cutting someone off, getting in front, but he almost caused a collision. He did. And actually, uh, what, I was, what I was glad of was that he admitted it. He did say, um, he had actually Ocon and Alonso behind him. So it was Sainz, Perez, uh, Ocon, Alonso, and Hamilton. Mm. He did say at the interview after the race, he did say, I had a horrible start. I think he was trying to make up for the terrible start by just kind of darting to the right and blocking people off. But he was just so slow that he kind of got squeezed out. And luckily, nobody got hit on that point. Yeah. But um, by that rationale, him doing that in the back <laughs> caused that Hamilton and Alonso to get too close together. So maybe that was also part of the plan. Yeah, it just worked out for it him. It just worked out for it him. It just worked out. So Yeah, I missed that part. Uh, so he, he took it. He, he took did say, he said, I had a horrible Got start. It. And uh, he, I mean, he did say I, he should have done better. He hoped for better. He got second place and he said, I hope for better, which I think we all agree. He had the pace. He was faster than Carlos. He could have, he should have gotten first place. He just didn't have the pace. And Max is a freak of nature. Who didn't have pace? Paris. Paris. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, at the beginning for sure, but he got right. second still because he he got he went from second to fifth to fifth fifth to second back to second. So, yeah, Ferrari just had a Red Bull had a, had a lot of pace today, just oh, collectively. Right. It, it's just that your teammate ended up 18 seconds ahead of you. It's fucking crazy. Which is nuts. That's wild. Do we want to go into Red Bull's pure pace? Oh yeah. Somebody's got to check that car. I don't know. 
Even in qualifier, I think Max was just fastest by far. I don't know if he's on drugs that allow him to slow down time and he can see those turns faster, but he's got a lot more speed than anybody else. If he's driving the same car that Sergio Perez is, there's something off with the drivers because the fact that he's got so much speed and nobody can match. I mean, 18 seconds ahead of your teammate when you both have the fast car. I mean, and there was, they both had clean air in front of them. Right. So it seems impossible. So I don't go ahead. No, no, I don't, I don't know what changes they've made. I don't know how much, I mean, you had Alpha Tower, which is the same thing. You can't say it's the engine. You can't say, I mean, Max did have a new power unit, so maybe that was a key to it, pushing it and having the fresh power unit. I don't know, but it just seems, seems like a lot. They were on different strategies, though, because Max started off on the softs and Perez started off on the mediums. And there was a point where Perez was in front, Max is on his ass catching up super fast, and he came on the radio and said, we're losing a lot of time, which I appreciate that he didn't go into saying... He kind of been, he kind of alluded to it, like, hey, we're losing a lot of time. I need to get by. But he didn't ask him to give up the position and let him by. They were on different strategies. Um, inevitably, it worked out anyways. Neither one of them had to lose time and, and kind of lose pace. But, yeah, they're just – Red Bull is very dominant, and I appreciate the dominance. And I know you don't like this, Gustavo, but, yes, next time uh, – next race in, in the Netherlands, I am wearing a Red Bull hat. I have to blend in. I want to blend into the Orange Army. As someone who likes to watch the world burn, the last thing I want to do is show up to the Dutch Grand Prix wearing Dutch colors. I'm not wearing Dutch colors. You're wearing a hat. You're wearing a hat of Red Bull. That's a safety thing. I'm not about that. I'm not about that life. Uh, I'm going to be wearing this shirt. You guys can see if you can see it. This is a... Ah. My boy bought us. Um, I'm going to wear that. Uh, and I'm going to buy a hat while I'm there. And uh, I'm going to buy the hat that's going to piss the most people off. The the bright Mercedes hat? Maybe a bright Mercedes hat. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe something that says, you know, Red Bull sucks. We'll see. <laughs> I'm sure they have something. I'm a true I'm a true believer fan, true and true. I'm not a bandwagon fan when it comes. I mean, I'm a bandwagon Bullshit. fan when it comes. Yeah. Let, let, let me clarify that. I'm a bandwagon say. fan when it comes to every single sport except, except Formula, Formula One. One. Got it. Because I actually care. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I'm not a bandwagoner in terms of the driver. I'm not a Max Verstappen fan. I'm a Red Bull fan. I've always been a Red Bull fan, and we talk about the how Formula One's a sport where you really don't have a a favorite team. You can kind of jump from one team to the next. I actually like all teams. You know, I want them all to do well because it helps us have a better experience. I like Red Bull. And the the hat that I got is a Sergio Perez hat. So hopefully that makes things better. As a Mexican. Mexico appreciates that. Yes. We thank you for your service. So, yeah, it is a Sergio Perez hat. And the shirt that I'm going to be wearing is going to be Chef's kiss. Oh, okay. So we'll we'll introduce that. Yeah. As Gustavo shirts, uh, another chef's. Kiss. I mean, this is hard to top, but I I can I can only imagine. Well, it looks like that's a bottom. Oh, is that a bad? That's that. Was that a bad pun? That is a bottom. <laughs> I'm not ashamed a of it. Bottom. I bought us bottom, and I'm not ashamed of it. You gotta love that bottom's bottom. Uh, bottom's bottom. Bottom's bottom. Bottom's bottom. Uh, the next one. I, I don't know if we were, were we done with Red Bull. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, yeah, that's great. A lot has happened from the last race and a lot of controversy. I want to go into Daniel Ricciardo 
and the whole Daniel Ricardo thing. Uh, well, first of all, he got released from his contract. He will not be driving for McLaren in 2023. That boy got that check. Daniel Ricardo hit me up. Wait, what? We'll we'll That's we'll weird. join you in your sorrow tour if you want to have yeah. one. Yeah. There's something to be said for we can go back to when Paris lost his seat at Racing Point. Mm-hmm. He was actually the better driver. He was a better driver. Stroll, still, I think, uh, still, still, still a douche. Um, he was a better driver, and he was losing his seat. The minute they were, they announced that he was going to leave and not going to have the seat anymore. It became a rally against him, uh, with him, to for him to do better. And of course, after that, he won the podium, and he did really good. And um, I think with Ricardo. I was hoping the same thing was going to happen. Yes, he's been doing terrible. There's no, there's no denying that. And it could be the car, it could be psychological, whatever. So you were hoping that when you come back, after you lose the seed and you get that money, that you're like, hey, I'm just going to finish it up, and then you just do better. People were like, oh, maybe we made a mistake. But the fact that he didn't, mm. um, I kind of can't blame McLaren for it. I would say I love the fact that there's so much drama surrounding that. I'm excited for what's going to happen. Yeah, well, and the thing is, the behind the scenes, there's the whole Piastri fiasco, right? Yes. Where Alpine made that post about Piastri and said that they were that he would be driving for Alpine because uh, Piastri was a not was he a reserve driver? He grew up in the ranks of of the Alpine junior driving team, right? Right. So they offered him the position. They made it live in in a post, and Piastri probably an hour or so later said. That's not the case. I didn't sign a contract. I'm actually going to be driving for. Actually, he didn't say who. He didn't be say who. He just said he would not be driving for Alpine. He would not be driving for Alpine, and eventually came out that he is potentially driving for McLaren. So there's that whole thing. I don't that know. hasn't been resolved yet, though. Either. No, no. I don't. I don't know who's got the ball. Listen, there's only 20 Formula One seats. There's only 20. I don't know where you get the balls to get offered a seat. And you right away just instead of being diplomatic about it, you just turn it down and pretty much blast the team that offered you the seat. Even if you don't want to drive for them, you probably need to have a little more tact and say, hey, I'm not going to say anything yet. Let's figure this shit out. Now, he seemed to be confident. I think what from what I understand is he said he's got a, a contract with the Academy, not with Formula One. So the contract with the Academy of Formula One. So therefore, it's a different contract. However, I think what Alpine's saying is like, we arranged the contract for you, so you're still under contract. For me, as someone who likes to watch the world burn, best case scenario, Piastri has to sit out the entire year and not drive, and then McLaren's gotta pick up another driver, and then Alpine goes for another different driver, and Piastri gets to sit out, and then those drivers do really good, and he gets to sit out again because they don't he has want no to seat. Yeah. <laughs> he has no seat. Yeah. I mean, listen, there's only 20 drivers. You can't be an asshole when someone says you, you're going to drive for us. Maybe don't say anything. Don't come in and be like, I will not be driving for them. Like, dude. Yeah, he did that in a post. The thing is, is he did not handle that well at all. That could have been handled a lot differently. I don't know if that's his PR team or his team just made that choice for him. That was a bad choice to do it on Twitter. It was terrible. It was terrible. I did read, though, first of all, Alpine fucked up first oh right? absolutely they shouldn't have announced it online but what happened what i read was that otmar made the choice and had a conversation with piastri directly he didn't want to involve his negotiation team 
And he went to Piastri and had a conversation with him and said, this is what we're doing. We're offering you the seat. And Piastri said, that is great news. Thank you. He says, thank you. No rejection at that point. So, but this is where Alpine messed up because they made it live without having, th- having anything in writing. And Piastri, after the fact, after saying thank you, rejected it f- through his post. He's, so he pretty much said thank you, but no thank you after the fact. They, and I think that, that was a huge mistake. Up. That is a huge mistake. It's a huge mistake. Bottom line is uh, we're, I'm hoping the Ricardo's going to get a seed. I know Williams needs a driver. Uh, I know uh, Alpha Tauri needs a driver. I don't think he'll go back to Red Bull, but Alpha Tauri will need a driver. Wait, Williams? Who's Williams? Laquifi. Is he out? Oh, he, doesn't, he doesn't have a contract. He doesn't have a contract. He doesn't have a contract. That's right. So that's open. Um, of course, Alpine has that seat open. He just left them to go to McLaren. So I don't know if that's going to be sour for them to come back to that team. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, Alpha Tauri's got a Sonoda's not up, of course. And also, I believe uh, Joe Granu doesn't have a contract as well. Everyone's saying that Sonoda's going to stay. Joe Granu's going to stay. We don't know. There's no contract. But there's seats available. I don't know that Ricardo's going to get a team, uh, a seat. Uh, we did kind of on passing mention, you know, now that Audi's coming in. Maybe he'll be a great first driver for that team. I don't know. Oh, Haas. Haas has an opening. I mean, let's face it. Mick's, Mick had like one good race and everyone's like, oh, my God, he's he's okay. He's like, yeah. no, he's not that. He, he's only got one or two good races. And today he was also horrible. Mick? Oh, yeah. I feel it's funny because we give him a, participant, a participation trophy because there was a point where, and Jessica called us out for it, I had said, Mick, that was a really good move. That was a really good move by Mick. And Jessica's like, yeah, for 17. Like, oh, my God, that was for 17th place. And he was fighting Latifi. And it was Latifi. And I was proud of him for doing that. I'm like, oh, man, that's a participation trophy, isn't it? Yep. He, yeah. Yeah, that last name is just carrying you all. I mean, he's having dinner on that last name for the past, you know, 20 years. So we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I mean, he's not not that great of a driver. He's He's a name. And if he comes with sponsors, we know Formula One is a money game. It works out for him. But as far as driving, I think there's better drivers out there. Unpopular opinion. I don't think Ricardo's going to get picked up. I think he might take a break, see where the seats lay in maybe the 2024 season. Yeah. But if he gets offered a seat, then I think he'll take it. It'd be hard to see him go to Williams or Haas. I just kind of. It would uh, be very difficult. It's just, I mean, Alpine would be the best option. And he left them. I mean, you can't go back to the girlfriend and be like, I'm sorry I said I hated you, but take me back. Do you think Jessica would wear a, a Williams or a or Haas hat if he went to either Williams or Haas? Man. Is the dedication and the love for Daniel Ricardo that strong? You know, love love has to have some guidelines and some end to it, right? <laughs> I mean, you can only you can only do so much to me before I'm no longer in love with you. And I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, that's I mean, Williams used to be a, the number one team and. I don't think Haas has ever been a number one no, team. Never. Um, I can see maybe Williams because of the history of Williams, and you might be given a pass. Be like, okay, I'll, I guess I'll love you one more time. Yeah. Haas, that's going to be tough. Um, okay. Well, I want to go into Ferrari. Oh yes. As the closing statement and closing thought, we joke that the only team that can beat Ferrari is Ferrari themselves, and want to get your thoughts on. They're making horrible decisions. They just have absolutely. It seems like this last year they've been making poor decisions when it comes to the strategy. Yeah, it's been. 
I mean, you can say they're silly mistakes, but they're costly silly mistakes. And I think earlier we kind of mentioned, you know, Carlos had bad luck with the car. The car, it was it was not necessarily him. I know he did take the car to the wall a couple of times um, in practices and maybe qualifier. But race, uh, race time, I think, has been the car has been an issue. With Leclerc, has been the car, but also him. He's done it himself as well. Um, it's more painful when the car goes out, of course, because if you're having a great drive, and the car goes out on you, then uh, it's frustrating. But when you do it yourself, it seems like, okay, I, I send it a little bit too hard. Aside all that, just the strategy they've been coming up with, it's baffling. And then today was kind of a weird thing where they call in, and I think we made it kind of joke that they had a talk during the summer break, and Leclerc said, you do not make any decisions until you're running by me, because anytime they got on the radio, it's like, hey, do you want to do this? How do you feel about that? Do you want to do this? Like, when does they ever call the driver and say, hey, can we pit you now? Yeah. I'm telling you what's going to happen. We have the strategy. I mean, even Hamilton's known for that. He questions everything they do, and they still make him do it. And then he says, you guys are wrong. I can't believe you did this. And then they win, and he's and like, good call, guys. Good yeah. call. He's like, this is why you have the engineers and the strategists to do that for you. And they're asking Leclerc what he wants to do. That's like zero confidence in your team. Yeah, they they gave him a lot of free reigns, and there were, like you said, there were sur- several circumstances where they asked him, "How long do you can you stay out five laps longer? Would you rather do this uh, strategy or this strategy?" It's just uh, they gave him a lot of flexibility, and there must have been a, some sort of conversation in the the summer break. Oh yeah, it must have been. Having said that, I don't know whose decision it was today at lap forty two to pull him in put the soft tires on him and have him go for the fastest lap. Now, you haven't had to pace all fucking day. You have not been fast enough all day. And you get pitted when you're in fifth place in line to get 10 points to get the fastest lap. Understandable. I respect that. But you don't have enough time to get out in front of the car that's behind you. So obviously he came out and Alonso passed him. So now he's one spot behind on sixth place. Not only does he have to go fast, he's got to be able to get past Alonso, which is going to lose him some time. And you only have one lap to do it. Well, the son of a bitch did it. He passed Alonso. However, he did not get the fastest lap. So you say no harm, no foul. You finish up in fifth where you were before, you get the 10 points. But then you pull into the pits afterwards and you get pinched for speeding and you get a five-second penalty and you end up sixth place. All this could have been avoided for the most part. If you just leave the fucking driver out yeah. and get the 10 points. Wait, I might miss something though. Did he get the five second penalty going into the pits to get the n- new set of tires? Or after was it the after race. the race? What type of dis- Now that was on him, Come not the on. team. That was, okay, that was my misunderstanding. However, there was no need to pit him and try to get the fastest lap, but yeah. you haven't had to pace all day. Right. It's not like he's going to come out to clean air. There was people driving. He's got to get past people. You don't have the speed. Now, Max, 20, 30 seconds ahead, yeah, pit, get the tires, and try to get the fastest lap. you got clean air in front of you. He never had clean air in front of him. Right. So that was a silly decision. The fact that he sped on the, on the pit after the race, that's on him. But it kind of all – this is what I'm saying, right? This silly, small, silly decisions that have big consequences. I don't know if the fact – I mean, I don't know if he was upset, whatever. The fact that he sped on the pit and he got a penalty, it's like, it's just Ferrari. And like you said, there's just Ferrari beating Ferrari. It's going to carry on in the season two. They started off really strong, and I was actually hoping that Leclerc would do really good because it started off really good. And he's 
What's the difference now, the point difference? So uh, Max has 284 points. Charles uh, Perez has 191 points. Damn. Leclerc has 186 points. So he's 98 points behind. Yeah, the deficit's wild. 98 points behind uh, Verstappen. At this point, I want Carlos to pass Charles Leclerc because you know who's in fifth with 170? George. Russell. Oh, yeah. So Russell has the potential to actually get third place in the championship. We cannot have that happen. <laughs> anyway. George is a douche. George is a douche. Uh, Charles is a great driver. Max is a freak of nature. Perez is steady as it comes. Sainz is a heartbreaker. But George is a douche. George, and I know it's his. It's uh, Mercedes's media team that creates these videos, but it's always involving George. They don't really involve Lewis anymore. But there was that video where George was walking out of the garage and they asked George what he was listening to. And he said, Pipe by Christina Aguilera featuring XNDA. So that was funny. That's fucking hilarious. That was funny. That was funny. And there was this other one that they just posted recently where it said like your inner driver trying to get out and George is on the other side of the wall. And on the other side of the wall, it's him in a race suit, like trying to reach out and speak to him. I'm like, so corny. By the way, it seemed like there was a glory hole between those walls. I'm just saying. (laughs) Maybe it was a little just to hear, but I, I want to say it was a glory hole that he was trying to get to. Yeah, yeah. When that came out, so yeah, George is a douchebag. Um, I'm sorry, I just it's just him, right? There's some people that are just not cool. It doesn't matter what they try to do. He tries too hard. He tries too hard. You're right. That's exactly what it is. Also, what his girlfriend said. Well, do you have anything else? No, that's I have nothing else other than uh, next next race. We're gonna be live. We will go live. How are we doing that? I, for me personally, I want to document like our experience. Are we having a podcast there, whether it be in the hotel or at the track, or is it just a compilation of kind of just random stuff that we'd be? I think we'll probably do a compilation of stuff, okay. just kind of record the taking off, landing, you know, kind of doing yeah. the city, getting to the track, um, you know, recording the experience on the track, you know, doing some some live videos, possibly doing some commentary where. You know, it's going to be probably loud with all the cars, but probably doing some commentary if we can. If we see someone cool, we can probably ask them questions about, you know, what they feel. Uh, and then we'll kind of put it together. I think it'll probably be easier. It'd be kind of hard for a podcast just because yeah, of no, I agree. the video thing, but we'll we'll make it work out so that it'll be nice. Okay. Well, okay. what are your predictions for the race? I say – I don't want to say Max is going to win because I know Max is going to win. Do so it. I, I don't want to say it because I cannot. I cannot say it. So I'm going to go first place. Charles Leclerc. I'm hoping he's not going to fuck it up for this time. Charles Leclerc, first place. I want to say Max will get second place. So I'm being very specific here mm-hmm. because in third place, it's going to be George Russell. Oh. I hate that I said that. Once again, proving that I'm not a bandwagon fan when it comes to Formula One. You know what? You could be... You- I'm being honest. You are being honest about yourself, but I'm being honest in terms of the situation. I'm not a bandwagon. I just know that Max has been doing really good. Yeah. I so, just don't want him to, and I think I think he's not going to do well the second the second race. He can't win. He can't do a tour victory in his own country. Mm-hmm. He can't do it. Mm-hmm. I don't think the world. I don't. I don't think karma works that way. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it. He's gonna get a hat trick for all the Netherlands. On the Netherlands. The Belgium, the Dutch. The Dutch area. The Dutch area. 
So, because there was the the Hungar, or not the Hungar ring, the Red Bull ring. Red Bull ring. And then Belgium just this time. So he didn't win the Red Bull ring, did he? Leclerc. Oh, Leclerc got first, yeah. he got second. Okay. Hamilton got third. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with Max first. Okay. Max first. I'm going to say... Oh, it's too easy. <laughs> I'm trying to mix it up. I'm going to say... Lewis third. Oh. And Carlos second. Were those my predictions last week too? Or last last race? Oh, you know. No. Completely different. Okay. okay. So you said Charles first, Max second, George third. I said Max first, Carlos second, and Lewis third. Lock it in. Lock it in. All right, I wanted, guys. I wanted to say Ricardo, but I can't do it anymore. No. Too much disappointment in life. Yeah. Unless you're saying that he'll be out of the top 10, then you'll win. <laughs> you'll get that one. Ricardo for not first. For not first. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only sure thing. Take a picture of that. All right. I'm going to sign off. All right, guys. See you guys next time. Till next time. Cheers. Bye.